Stutter, my brother was handing. Hey, fantasy, this session, we talking touchdowns, receptions, interceptions. They got a band to kick, or we need that correction. Talk them out, we flexing. How many of y'all you collect? We trying to get that winning record. Fantasy. Yeah! What up, though? What it is, hopefully it's what it should be. Welcome to another episode of Fantasy and Session, the podcast. Today is February the 20th. Happy Black History Month. The culture pushes are here. And if you're listening to Be this back, on baby. Apple or Spotify, make sure you subscribe and leave us a review. Subscribe, like, tell a friend to tell a friend and tell a friend to tell a friend and tell that friend that you told a friend to tell a friend. My boy Javar couldn't be here, but we're going to hold it down. It's just me and Los today. Well, we got a guest, but from the from the session, it's just me and Los. You already know. How you yes, doing, man? Yes, sir, man. Feeling good, man. Ready to goddamn record another great episode. Yeah, Streets is hungry. Streets hungry, hungry, bro. We had to hit them back to back. We had to give it to them. It's a little something, some, you know. Two episodes in a week, y'all already know. So let's get into some of the news since the last time we potted. And we potted earlier this week, but surprisingly, there's a lot of news came out. Yep. Uh, first, I want to talk about right. my boy Greg Robertson was busted with 156.9 pounds of that whamma bama. Damn. Trying to cross the border, and this now dude. he faces up to twenty years in prison. Bro, that why do you have hundred fifty-six pounds? That's the wildest story I've like ever heard, bro. Like this dude, what they say he earned like twenty million over his career so far. Yeah, they said that was about like three hundred thousand worth of narcotics. <laughs> <laughs> that shit is like I don't get it. Like, was he getting it to just smoke? Maybe give away? Like, was he getting it to maybe what he was getting it to sell? Because you know these players don't get paid in the off season. So like he's making a lot of money during the year, but these motherfuckers is used to that money coming in. So I don't know. Maybe he just wanted to get a couple stacks some bread during the off season. I don't know, man. But that's that's wild, man. And it's it is super wild that these players don't have anybody with them. To take the fall, bro. Like, yes. Why are you, you not having a fall guy, bro? Like, bro, like, you're good. Take and why are you trying to cross the border? <laughs> yeah, bro. Like, that shit is wild, bro. What That's are crazy. you doing, bro? Why right. are you in the car personally crossing the border? You have all the money in the world, all the resources. Like he's he's so rich, he could hire somebody to give him good advice, bro. Like, <laughs> hire me, bro. Like, I would have I would have told your dumb ass, don't do this, bro. Like, do not do this. Oh, you say you about to do what? You say you got 56. What, what, what camera I say? You got 16 pounds right there? <laughs> like, man, chill out, bro. Hey, man. All right. The Bears also signed Demetrius Harris, tight end, former tight end from the Browns. Uh, how do you feel about that? No way. Is, um, is Trey Burton coming some... back or what? Uh, I don't know. What do you. He, yeah, he had like some. He played a little bit last year, but he was pretty much injured the whole year. So I don't know, man. Because you remember Trey Burton had a lot of hype um, two years ago. And yeah. he didn't live up to it. Last year, he had an injury failure. So he could be a little sleeper tight end. I him everywhere. Yeah, I mean, Demetrius Harris, like, he showed some good sign. You know, he was in a limited role because they have Kelsey out there. But when he did get the opportunity, he did look pretty good out there. So and just somebody to keep in mind. The Matt Nagy offense. Yeah, just something to keep in mind. I would. I mean, if he's on the waiver wire, I wouldn't mind scooping him. Oh, yeah, definitely. You could probably get him for, like, zero fab right now. Yeah. Why not? 
Mm-hmm. Greg Olson got signed to the Seattle Seahawks, and they expect Will Disley to be ready week one. If they both can stay healthy, what do you think can be the outcome of that? You think they could play two tight ends, or do you think Will Disley's stock goes down? Um, I think they will have some sets with two tight ends, especially if Disley is healthy. I didn't know he was like on track to play week one because he had like an Achilles injury. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I love it. I think it kind of hurts Disley's stock just in redraft, maybe not in dynasty so much. But in redraft, I don't think he's going there to, you know, just play in a limited role. So yeah, I, 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 go ahead. What do you think? No, I was gonna ask what you think. I mean, I think Greg Olsen, I would definitely have to you'd have to definitely send a flyer out for Greg Olsen. I would buy low right now. Um, yeah, we just had I, a draft. We just had a draft, and I feel like he went like in the want to say like super late, man, like 18th, 19th round, mm-hmm. 20th round. Like that's insane. Like even if it is for one year to get a tight end one, yeah. like that late is sick. I love it. And he's going to the to the the place that I would want to go if I was going to be any definitely like, Dude, I come right to me. If you can make, you know, what you say, yeah, Hollister look good. I mean, you can yeah. make him look good. Uh, the Saints have reported that Drew Brees is going to be back. Oh, I Damn. Was- <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Hey, man, this is going to be his last year. And, we, and, and man, I really thought it was going over, over for him, but – that's just One the more year. Fan talking to me. The football fan in me yeah. is excited to have him back, man, because that dude is a monster, man. He's a beast. Uh, I think you got to keep them Saints lock and loaded. Definitely. Uh, do you think Alvin Kamara have a bounce back year? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, he was after that. Uh, um, the high ankle sprain because mm-hmm. you know he played a couple games on it. He didn't look as effective, of course, and then he sat a couple games out. But even when he came back, like he still was working his way back. So I think I'm giving him a pass. And he had a uh, he was struggling in the touchdown department. And you know we were having a conversation about that earlier today, like talking about how touchdowns is pretty much the most fickle stat in fantasy. Like mm-hmm. they're just so unpredictable. So I definitely think he could bounce back, man. Yeah. I, what did what did uh, uh, Levon trade him for? Was it George, George Kittle? Kittle? Straight up, that was a good trade. Entire like premium. It. Especially because Levi got two top three picks in uh, the rookie draft coming up. So. Yeah, he does. That was a good trade. That was a great trade. Uh, the Redskins have authorized their 2020 club option on Adrian Peterson. We were talking about him on the last episode. I was hoping that he wouldn't be back. So that shot down all my free agent hopes. He's back. The monster. Like- I am not looking towards guys again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what about Bryce Love you think the hype is still there I mean if AP gonna be there then I don't know man I guess if he's healthy he can can play in that complimentary role that Geis and AP you know was kind of splitting the work um, why do they have so many running backs Chris Thompson's a free agent I want to say so he might not be there next year Mm. Uh, I don't think he is gonna be there got a new coaching staff coming in yeah I don't think so yeah, it's crazy. I don't know. It's too many. It's it's a crowded running. It's crowded. It's a crowded, hurt, old <laughs> running backfield. They should just draft somebody new and start over. Exactly. Like you got a whole. I don't bunch know why Ron. I don't, I don't know why Ron Rivera would want 
like Ron Rivera just came from having Christian McCaffrey. Like, why would you want Adrian Peterson? I mean, not saying Adrian, not disrespectful Adrian Peterson, but come on, bro. Yeah, that's true. I don't want this Adrian Peterson right now. Like yeah, that backfield is looking muddy. I really, I mean, Bryce Love, he's been he's being hyped up a little bit in the off season, but he's got the same injury concerns as guys. So mm-hmm. definitely gonna be interesting to see if somebody does separate themselves. You know, AP's gonna have his role, but between Bryce Love and guys, if one of them can have a healthy year, it could be a little sleeper. We'll see. And today, like I said before at the beginning of the podcast, we have a special guest with us today. We have Dewey's Nuts from Dewey's hey. Nuts podcast and from at Dewey's Nuts on Twitter. How are you feeling, Dewey's Nuts? Oh, I am feeling sober as fuck, guys. This is this is <laughs> going to have to. We're going to have to change this shortly. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. That's very well, rare for my boy. Thanks for having me on, guys. Appreciate it. I've been listening yeah, to you welcome since, to the show. since the beginning, and I've been fucking begging for a spot on your show, and this is, uh took you goddamn long enough. Jesus. Hey. <laughs> you got you to give a white boy some love now. Come on. <laughs> hey, you are now a friend of the pod. You can come on anytime you yeah. want. Beautiful. We'll see how this one goes first. Let's not set date two until we're done with date one, all right? All right, man. So we just had a draft, um, a startup dynasty draft, actually, a <clears throat> a redraft lead that turned into a dynasty lead. Uh, called is, that why, is that why everybody fucking knew each other in this thing? But me, yeah. God damn it! <laughs> it's like it's a the family matters is like a little running joke too. Like yeah, my yeah. was saying they couldn't draft because they have family business and shit to nice. do. Nice. Well, so was like, like, no, what do you mean family? Fantasy's not number one. <laughs> exactly. So we had like a long draft and like the redraft, like a long. You know how to like have a slow draft? Yeah. And so people had like have family stuff and people, you know how people get mad on a redraft if you don't draft in 30 minutes in a slow draft. Fuck <laughs> yeah. One dude said, one dude said, uh, when there was like, he was on the clock and they was like, oh, you're on the clock. He was like, hold on a second. I'm at the park with my nephew. <laughs> that shit was fucking hilarious, bro. I don't think like 70% of the league didn't get it. Bro. That shit was hilarious, man. Nice. Family matters. And then now the dude to say he going on a um a family cruise, so we gotta wait for the rookie draft. <laughs> oh, that's that Disney cruise kid, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's hilarious. Hey man, so let's get into first of all, why do they call you Dewey's Nuts? Like how did y'all how did y'all start? Tell us a little bit about that. Uh so Dewey's Nuts is is a nickname of mine that goes back to college, and I'm a bit older than you fellas, so that's you know, like forty fucking years ago. But uh you know like, what? You're like not episode, that young, man. We're not that young. You fucking sound like a middle schooler. I don't know. I don't know how old you are. But Jesus <laughs> uh, so la- last episode, and it, it actually is uh, kind of interesting because last episode you had Porker on there, right? Mm-hmm. Fantasy, Fantasy Porker, and he told you that the reason is because he loves bacon. Yeah. 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 All yeah. right. So I, my name, we, we, they call me Dwee's Nuts, and I, I think it's probably just because I love nuts. I mean, like I. Fucking, <laughs> I need those all goddamn day. Just suckle on left in the morning, right in the afternoon. I'm good. <laughs> I, 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 yeah. I don't. I, I don't know why. I don't know why they call me Dweez Nuts. Somebody got real fucked up in college one day, and and it just came out. And, 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 yeah. He just ran with it. <laughs> you know how that shit sticks. Hey, that's the best story I ever. Heard. I thought the perfect sticks out. Bacon was good, but that was crazy. <laughs> Tell me you wouldn't suck on your nut if you could, just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> it's the dream, baby. Now we are taking this pod to the next level tonight. <laughs> That's what I do. Next level shit. 
Hey, the friend of the show. You can come back on anytime. All right. This is it. You made it to the next show. You made it. You made it to the second date. That's it. We're we're two minutes in. Find you a rookie that you like to talk about and you're on. I got I got all kinds of rookies, man. I I just finished uh I finished building a very elaborate algorithm to rank rookie running backs. Mm. My rankings look a little bit different than everybody else's. I'd love to fucking talk to you guys about Can it. Can we get a sneak peek? Who's your number one? Just real quick. Uh Zach Moss. Ooh, I like it. Zach I was Moss. just about to tell Gabe about uh well, I asked him about him because I I've been watching Tay recently too, man. And yeah, he looks he looks Way he's better. Na- he's like nasty, that. dude. He's not he's not that big, but he plays fucking huge. My exactly. favorite thing about Zach Moss is he is of all I, I think I looked at 35 guys. Um, he's the only one that I think can legit step into an NFL offense and fucking pass block on day one. Not a goddamn one of them can do That's it outside. That's super, of. super important too. I know, but you know, nobody ever fucking talks about the pass block. I mean, they'll mention it briefly, but like it's it's it needs to be more important for rookie running backs than it is in in uh, with fantasy scouts. I think definitely easily, easily, yeah. Great. So point. we'll do a, we'll do a running back episode and we'll put you on. Fuck yeah, let's do Lock it. In. So first, let's get to what we're here for. Let's talk about the Family Matters Startup Dynasty Draft. So get into like some of the well, get into your startup dynasty draft, um, like strategy. Like, how does it differ from your redraft strategy, et cetera, et cetera? Um, so I'll, I'll stay right off the bat. I'm co-managing this team. So my buddy Bullfrog, who does a podcast with me, it, it manages this team with me. That makes it a lot fucking harder to draft 20, 28 rounds or whatever we did because we bicker like little bitches about every fucking <laughs> pick. But definitely, we had a we. Had a, our, our rule of thumb is this. Anytime you go into a draft, you have a strategy, set your strategy, set, you know, by round seven, I want these positions. You know, I want to focus on high high floor guys versus high ceiling guys in this spot, this spot, this spot. But our rule of thumb is this. Regardless of how solid your draft strategy sounds, once the, once the fucking bell kicks off, it, you throw it out the window. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, you you yeah. take who you you adjust. Uh, to draft against the people you're drafting against, against the types of picks and trends that you're seeing. you got to do whatever the fuck it takes to maximize on your position. Now, we drafted from the 10 spot, which is just the fucking worst goddamn. Oh, my yeah. God, we hated it's that fucking sucky. spot. Sucky. But uh, our, our strategy in a dynasty, the big difference for me in a dynasty, especially startup before the rookie draft, is uh, you got to pay attention to the rookie class. You know, we have a rookie draft coming up in, in a month or whatever it is now, and um, – we it was very important to us to draft considering what we're going to do or be able to do in the rookie draft. The way that we're doing it in this startup is is the order flip. So we got the third pick right now. Although I think Carlos, we're talking about something, but we can save that yeah, yeah. later. Whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> Come on, man. But uh, Bobby, yeah, Bobby, it's fine. But, <laughs> fine. but but we considered this rookie draft and this class. You know, it's deep, right? That that wide receiver class is deep as fuck. Um, yeah. Personally, I think. I think there are at least six running backs that if any one of them lands in a right position could be league leading type stud right, right now, depending on where they land. Um, so there's a bunch of running backs. Uh, there's a bunch of wide receivers There's you know, two or three quarterbacks that I think are really, really super draftable. And then a couple more. So it's a deep class. So considering that and considering we could get some guys in there that might even have some decent ceilings uh, at like the running back position. Um, you know, we didn't worry about we didn't worry about having, you know, two solid stud running backs. We didn't worry about having 
um, two solid stud receivers coming out of the first couple of rounds. We wanted to maintain a lot of balance uh, because we can fill in those holes later. I know, Gabe, I talked to you a little bit before we started the thing. You said, hey, I'm not even going to touch the running backs because I know there's so many that I can get in that first round of the rookie draft. Yeah. Um, so I'm not I'm, I'm going zero RB at, at the top, you said. Mm-hmm. So um, we weren't quite that serious about it, but <laughs> but but we, de- we definitely said, look, let's let's try to get some balance. Don't worry about filling up a whole starting roster early. And then later in the draft, it became really important for us to, to take, to take guys, whether they're older or not, that have really high floors for us. Because even I think in the, in the, uh, do we have a four round rookie draft or three round rookie draft? I should ask that. I think it's four. I think it's four, okay. five. It's five actually. Five. Fuck. Five. I think through rounds three and four, <laughs> there might be some guys, some wide receivers in this class that you can get that might have, pretty decently high ceilings for rookie uh, receivers uh, potential anyway. So we wanted to look at older receivers later in the draft that had really nice floors. We'll fill that high ceiling mark up later in the rookie draft. Um, We can take care of that floor here. You're not going to get that with a rookie wide receiver. So let's take the floors with the veterans. That was sort of our strategy. We wanted to, we just want to balance our team, our roster in the startup with what we expect that we can get in the rookie draft this year we don't we decided this time not really to think too far ahead you know the question is like always how far ahead do you think in your dynasty you know three years is whatever the rule of thumb but we said fuck three years like we're talking about this year i don't care how old a guy is if he fits the model we need for the rookies we're bringing in we're taking them so that's that's kind of what what we talked about whether it panned out or not, I don't fucking know, but we'll, you know, we'll see. Yeah, I'll find out, yeah. What were some of the things that, that you think, like, shook up, like, your strategy? Like, any picks that stood out to you that, like, shook up your strategy? Any snipes that you've seen that, that really, like, hurt you? Uh, d- fuck, man. Like, the problem with drafting with guys that know what they're doing, uh, and, and I was going to say th- say this later, but, like, there's – I don't know the people in this league. You guys obviously know them, but I think a lot of the guys in this league are – they know what they're doing. Like they're not a yeah. bunch of idiots. So the problem with that is, you know, I I'd had I'd look three four rounds ahead and say, here are my targets for three or four rounds from now, and I think they'll be great steals later. And then two rounds later, if you gave you fucking took them right before us. How I don't know how many goddamn times. Uh, <laughs> Cortland Sutton, I know it. I mean, yeah, fuck yeah, Cortland Sutton would have been fantastic, but we actually went back and forth between Sutton and. Uh, what was it, Robinson? Robinson. So, yeah. I, we were we were happy with that, but I wanted Robinson. I think I wanted Robinson too. I think it was between one. Of, I knew I was gonna get one of the two. Either either way. Yeah, you. I mean, you got the younger one, right? So dynasty mm-hmm. dynasty uh, knowledge says good for you. But like, you know, we didn't plan to take Derrick Henry in the second. We didn't want Derrick Henry on our team. But I was gonna ask you, why did you do that? It, it, how do you pass it up? Like, if we're talking but about Joe Mason still out there though. We, well, we want guys with floors, right? So if we're looking for guys with floors, Joe Mixon's floor is running back 40 in a given week. Derrick Henry's floor is running back 15 maybe in a given week. So if we're looking for guys with floors, Mixon was not it for us. Aaron Jones, we talk, we almost drafted Aaron Jones, but just because his ceiling is so attractive, but that floor is running back 60. So like yes, we didn't want we didn't want to true. touch it. We wanted the guy with the floor. You know, we'll go get a running back that we think can give us a ceiling this year and the next two in the rookie draft, and and we'll be fine with that ceiling later. We did go Damian Williams in the seventh. So that's kind of a ceiling guy. I like that. Guy. Yeah, that was that was again not really to plan, not really to strategy, but you have to adjust because he shouldn't have yeah. been available probably then. 
So we, we got we had a we did a startup draft before the Super Bowl. I want to say like we did like a little uh, fantasy session. We yep. like we joined as corners, and we got him at what like eleventh the eleventh round or like yeah. the back of the tenth. I want to well, say he had a, after after the fucking Super Bowl, man. After yeah, the Super, that was crazy. The timing, yeah, man, that was, was twenty four touches in the Super Bowl. Something stupid. <clears throat> yeah, man, he went bonkers. But uh, uh, yeah, that's that's how we tried to play it, like. The the one issue that I say I will say we had was being at the tens the the worst part about being at the ten spot was the quarterbacks um, because we wanted obviously we had our eyes on guys like Josh Allen who's a fucking dynasty stud great white hope but if you don't the problem at being at one end of this draft is if you don't take the guy way before you think you should you don't have a chance at him again right yeah. for another fucking thirty picks so. Mm-hmm. That really fucked us over. We're not happy with our quarterbacks, but uh, you know what are you gonna do? That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. You can't you can't yeah. love it. if you love every position on your fucking roster. You should find a new league because mm-hmm. those guys are worthless. You're playing with. Yeah. About you guys, true. what kind of what kind of strategies you y'all go into it with? So, um. Yeah. Go ahead. So I went into it. Um, me and Carlos pretty much drafted the same team, just different players. If you look yeah, at I saw, it, I saw that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we uh, so I go into it, especially like in Dynasty. I take it different from redraft. So if it was a redraft league, I would go running back heavy because I believe in redrafts you just need a running back because a running back is going to go down regardless of just, just just that's just how the NFL works. But I believe in a dynasty league, a wide receiver's longevity is way longer than a running back's. And you and you and Carlos looked up a stat. He said it on a couple episodes ago. For the past like four years, a rookie running back has been in the top fifteen. So that means every year rookie running backs come in and they take the places of these quote unquote Aaron Jones breakout years. You know what I'm saying? So Aaron Jones, like you said, floor is fucking running back forty. So I, I went into it knowing that I'm going to have a top four pick, so I can get one of the quote-unquote, uh, great running backs that's coming out this league that can lead me to an RB1. He's going to be a starter if they're drafting him that early. So I went into it knowing that, and I went wide receiver heavy. I went and got – I knew I needed to get a mobile quarterback in the first two rounds. Patrick Mahomes went in the the 105. That was crazy. I was hoping he fell to me, but I knew he wouldn't get past Carlos. How do you feel about uh, people taking quarterbacks that early in the redraft – I mean, in the dynasty? Superflex so, dynasty. Super yeah, so, so we're superflex, right? It's got to happen. I mean, you have to. I personally, if they were me, if it were up to me, and I could tell everybody what to do, we still wouldn't take them till at least round seven. Like I'm a, I'm around ten or later guy, redraft quarterback or, or single quarterback drafter. But uh, you know, if I could wait till six or seven in a in a superflex, I think that's what everybody should do. But it just doesn't happen. You know, two or three guys are going oh, in round one. That. Yeah, yeah, because people people are idiots. Like they don't fucking listen to me. So we, we, <laughs> we, we try we to do tell them last year too. I think the well, people. I think just people. We get scared of the quarterback run. I think you just you know you oh, don't yeah. want to be on the the end of it, but you don't really want to start it. But you also like because once it goes, it goes. Like you said, and now you're waiting thirty picks before you get a pick if you're in a, like one oh seven. I mean, I had one one oh nine. Yeah. So we're, I'm waiting thirty picks before it come back to me. Um, but yeah, I went, I like to, to, to go, um, wide receiver heavy. I went DeAndre Hopkins, DJ Moore, Cortland Sutton with my first like four rounds. And I feel like if you had stud wide receivers, you could always sell one of these wide receivers for a running back. Sure. Easy day. And I know I had that one Oh four pick, like I said earlier. And then I also think, um, 
we, me and Carlos talked about it earlier this year. AJ Green going in the ninth round. Yeah, I think like eventually he's going to start somewhere. Yeah, uh, we put a poll out earlier. He's going. I think he'll be a top fifteen wide receiver at minimum. Yeah, I voted in that poll. I think I think I said uh, I might have said top fifteen. What was the next yeah. one after that? You want to say top twenty four? It's just it's just a matter of injury with him, right? Like, is he gonna play? Exactly. Here? Exactly. Like, he'll be when he when he, he's always when he's played, he's been fucking phenomenal, but he just hasn't always played. So mm-hmm. top ten and the four game the four years that he played all sixteen games, like he's top ten, two years in the top five, like so. Yeah, really I've been at nine point nine. That's done. Yeah. That's done. Carlos said in the last uh, episode that if he goes to Tom Brady's Patriots, that'd be sick, bro. That would be sick. Uh, I heard that, and and I thought to myself, you know, I don't, I don't know. I think somebody on the show said, but what about Brady's arm, right? Like if Me. if he can't chuck it downfield, mm-hmm. that's what AJ Green makes his living doing, right? Jump balls down the sideline. Uh, if Brady, if Brady can't get can it do downfield. It. I think, think AJ is like a route runner type receiver. I think it's uh, 7.62 yards per um per uh per attempt. throw attempt. For <laughs> <laughs> Brady. Per, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It was like yeah, number, number yeah. 24th quarterback in the NFL. You know what I was trying to say. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, not, yeah. Not, not great, All right? He's got that air yard issue, doesn't he? Not great, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> that air yard. You, they can't, I cannot believe it. They really believe in these air yards. It's crazy. Air yards is a real fucking thing, man. Yeah, bro. You believe like, in it? Dude, like, bro, yeah. just, Google it, bro. Like, I keep telling you to Google it. It's a fucking like, website. It's called airyards.com. That wouldn't it. exist if it wasn't. Come on. <laughs> I just heard him say it, bro. Read a book. <laughs> Okay, uh, so I also went into the draft knowing, knowing that I want to get um, young tight ends because uh, I said on the previous episode that is how it's so crazy how dynasty like changes from like our fantasy changes from year to year because last year we were shitting on like tight ends like oh man it's only six tight ends that are like even worth talking about you know and we were even made a joke saying we should make only tight ends one through six the tight end one and the rest of them should be tight end twos. But now it's like it's so many tight ends that like <clears throat> they can actually fill out a one through twelve, and you can get a tight end, a young tight end like a Jonu Smith or Dallas Goddard, something like that, late in the um, draft. And I knew I wanted to get one of those, but then when uh, Zach Ertz fought, fell to me in the seventh, I had to take him. Carlos and them don't like Zach Ertz six. anymore. The he six. fell in the. He didn't go to the seventh. Come on, no, but we wouldn't let him okay. fall in the seventh. You, you, you reach a little bit for it. You reach a little. Bit you think I reached? Carlos said I reached. I don't know. I saw Evan Ingram go. Look, I feel like I it was time to take him. I think six is as a great. Yeah, spot. That's about right. Yeah, that's six. about right. That's fantastic. That's a great pick at six point four. I, I, I'll I'll back you on that one. Dude. Yeah, me personally, I'm, I'm waiting a little bit more. Because like, after him, Austin Hooper and Noah Fant went. I mean, I just got a tight end one. I mean, he's locked in tight end. And top yeah, five tight ends every year. I'm sleeping. I'm sleeping. And it's a tight end premium too. Yeah. Yeah. It is a tight end premium. Good point. Good point. I'm, I'm a little bit upset about my uh, Will Disley pick in the ninth round at this point. With oh yeah, Ooh. yeah. Greg Russell just came in. Look, man. We talked about Will Disley. Will Disley and Russell Wilson share a fucking bed on the road. They're fine. <laughs> He'll be fine. Well, let's yeah, take a shot. It's been too fucking long. Ready? Yeah. I'll put a heavy one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what was that, bro? <laughs> <laughs> and I also, that was delicious. I also, 
I also went into it knowing at the end I needed to like stack up on RB twos with potential. Yeah. So I went and got Lamar Miller, uh, Justin Jackson, Chris Thompson, but now the AP's back. That's not really that cool. Well, um, was, look, man, I've Raheem always loved, I've I also always went and grabbed Raheem Mostert too. Dude. That Chris Thompson pick is big. I've always loved Chris Thompson. I've always think I've always thought he had a place on fantasy. Again, it's an issue of like, can he stay on the field? But when he's on the field. Fuck, let AP be the guy. If it's AP and Chris Thompson, Chris Thompson's going to get his work because talk about pass blocking. AP can't fucking pass block, never could. Um, mm-hmm. He doesn't catch passes anymore. Like, Chris Thompson's going to be the all-the-time third down back if, if AP's there. I, I like that pick at, what was it, 19 there? Yeah, a pretty good pick. Yeah, it's like a perfect, like, PPR flex play. Yeah. Super consistent. But yeah, that's definitely that's definitely what my strategy is too. Like I've been I've been doing that for like I this is probably like my fourth year playing Dynasty football. I think toward like the second year playing Dynasty, like I started uh, focusing on like the wide receiver heavy approach because I just got that same mindset. Like you get stud receivers, they're gonna last longer, and running back is just such a replaceable position. Like you got Damian Williams, even in Dynasty where the, the waiver wire is depleted, you could find guys like Damian Williams and Raheem Mostert and Gus Edwards that one year. So, and then of course you got the rookie drafts too, like to just build them organically. So Gus Edwards next year too. Fuck. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if he could get on the, I mean, he got on the field as a, you know he was a complimentary player this year, but uh, yeah, Ingram's aging. He needs volume. Ingram needs is volume. aging, man. Yeah. Let me mention this too, right quick before you go on, Carlos. About that top, about how we have that top four pick, I figured that is like gold too. So if I really, really wanted a running back, and if I really, really felt like I really needed like a stud running back, I could go like give that top five pick up for a stud running back. I think anybody would trade me a, a stud running back. I can go get Joe Mixon for that top five pick if I yeah. really, really wanted it. Okay, yeah. wait, wait till draft day. When, exactly. They're gonna go crazy when, when Breeze, Breezeway, whatever his name is, and Big Dog are first two picks, both take quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Uh, Burrow and two are going one two. I promise you, yep. uh, that your your Ben's basically second rookie pick is going to be worth just any fucking thing you want. Anything you want, exactly. Yeah. Oh my so God. I'm not even. That's why. So I went into it knowing that too. Yeah. But uh, ahead, y'all think two is going going top two? Like I don't like you know how I feel about because like Gabe don't even like he wouldn't draft him in the first round. He's saying I wouldn't. Yeah, I don't love. I don't love Tua. I don't think Tua is. He's a great quarterback, but he's not a safe bet. Like, how yeah. many? Inch, how old is he? And he's been broken how many times? Exactly. And like I bad exactly. spots, right? Like his hip, exactly. his fucking ankle. These are not things you <laughs> want. Broken. Both both legs on a child. Like fuck, come on. He's made of yeah. glass. But exactly. in, in this in this league, and and we'll get to it a little bit later. We're going to talk about some of the picks we didn't like, mm-hmm. uh, based on the way that uh, these guys drafted. I think there's a pretty good shot that two is going second. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Here. Here. He, should, he shouldn't. That's great fuck. news for me. As a third <laughs> yeah. pick right now, fuck, please take two a second. Yes, please. Uh, please. I got my two quarterbacks. I'm definitely going. He has to because, I mean, he has Deshaun Watson and Cam Newton as his quarterback one quarterback. Too. Deshaun's hmm. fantastic, yeah. but, like, he needs we a don't even know if Cam's going to be. In you really need three quarterbacks in the startup. I mean, That's the one thing I do regret in a superflex. Like you I didn't three. give me three starting quarterbacks. Your third it, one could be like a, the quarterback thirty-two. As long as you just mm-hmm. got a starting quarterback as your third one, like you're good for like the bye weeks. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, but yeah, no, nah, that's just that's pretty much my strategy. Like I just focus on receivers and I just fill in along the way. 
Um, of course, Superflex changes my strategy because that's this is my second year playing uh, Superflex, so I'm still trying to nail that strategy down. But you know, you gotta like I just said previously, you want to go uh, get at least three quarterbacks like to have like to really be comfortable. Because I went in with two uh, quarterbacks like pretty much in all my Superflex leagues, and sometimes it worked. But a lot of times it didn't because either somebody like I dropped a Cam Newton, um, had a couple other quarterbacks that just were bums. And when you only have one quarterback in the Superflex, like you're definitely behind the eight ball. Mm-hmm. So I, one other one other thing I will mention about this draft that I think, you know, anytime you're going into any draft, dynasty or otherwise, it's very, very important to pay attention to the scoring rules in your league. They differ and you can use those to your advantage. Um Gabe, I think you said a minute ago, you really wanted to jump out and get one of those running quarterbacks early because running mm-hmm. quarterbacks, we all know, they're very valuable in fantasy. Chico. There's a, there's, Chico. A rule, there's a rule in this league, though, that to me diminishes the value of the running quarterback relative to the pocket quarterback. In this league, we have six-point touchdowns mm-hmm. for a pass, six-point passing touchdowns mm-hmm. instead of four-point passing touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Which to me, it, it you know, it just bolsters the guys that throw the ball. Normally, I think the standard scoring is four points for a passing touchdown, but it's still six for that rushing touchdown, which makes it even more outlandish that running quarterbacks can score way more than anybody else. But so, like, we drafted we drafted a bunch of white guys, uh, maybe because we're racist <laughs> as fuck. I don't know. I know Bullfrog is racist as shit. Like we talk about it all the time on the show. But well, I, I, I did it because I, you know, I thought we can get value with these quarterbacks that don't necessarily run the ball much um, because people are discounting them because they should across most leagues. But in this league with this scoring format, I think they get a little bit of a bump and they might finish a little bit better just because that six point touchdown. So it's always important, like check the fucking scoring rules. If you're listening to this show, read through them carefully the day before the draft, just to make sure. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Great point. I like it. But I think, I think I don't know. It diminishes the running back because if you still, Score. Oh, they're still great. They're still yeah, fucking yeah. great. But it takes mm. all those guys that don't run, and it just bumps them up just a little bit. Just right? a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Josh Allen's nine, Allen's nine rushing touchdowns are, is fuck is always going to be fucking fantastic. Uh, but the fact that he only throws twenty passing touchdowns, all of a sudden, you know, a Carson Wentz who might throw thirty, he's he's coming up just that many more points, getting a little bit closer, which is all you really yeah. need, just a little bit from that quarterback. I think it depends on like the yardage that they're getting too. If you're getting like 500 plus yardage on the ground with the with the, with the touchdowns, now now we're talking about. So that's what I'm. That's what that's why I'm, I'm like I like the like the Kyler Murray's, the Deshaun Watts stuff like that. What yeah. do you guys What do you guys think of uh, Lamar Jackson going one one oh three here in our dynasty, our startup? I've seen. I don't think he should have went. I don't think he should have went before Mahomes, but like. I definitely expect him to go in the first round, but me personally, a thousand rushing yards, right? Last year. Yeah. And I mean, we're talking about a dynasty league. So it's just historically like that's, it's great right now, but just uh, over time, like it's, he's going to fall, he's going to burn out quicker than Mahomes. Like I feel like, so yeah. Mahomes had like a, a, like he was injured this year. Like he freaking dislocated his kneecap and he's like, still was a, yeah, a top three quarterback. Yeah, look, look it's a dislocation. You fucking put it back in place and get your ass on the field like a champion. God yeah, damn he did that shit. He <laughs> did. Whoa, one game out, two games out or something. Yeah, yeah. Are you supposed to come back to that game? Did, fuck that. that he play. wanted to. Man, he wanted to. He wanted to. He was ready. Pretty good. That's a player, man. That's you a can player. See, you hey, can he's see a bad boy. 
all playoff long, dude, you could just see it in his face. That motherfucker just wanted to win more than yeah. anybody else on the field. Yeah. Especially when he wanted to win it for Andy Reid. And he's, yeah, can you right. imagine he's like one offside play away from possibly having two Super Bowls in his first two years? Like, yeah. that dude, what was his name? D Ford last year that mm-hmm. jumped offside, oh, got yeah. that pick. That was death threats. Like, I hated him, and I'm not even a Chiefs fan. <laughs> like, hey, I was like, bro, what are you doing? You have a chance to take down Brady. You jump off sides. What's the over-under for Patrick Mahomes' touchdowns? I ask everybody this. We say three. Over-under for his touchdowns. I mean, not, not touchdowns. Super Bowl. <laughs> uh, it, it all comes down to Andy Reid, right? Like, Mahomes is awesome, but Andy Reid's offense makes it a lot easier for him. Um, I think if I'm put is the over under three and I got to guess over or under is that what we're saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think three is the right number. I think three I, is the right number. I'm taking, I'll take the under. I'll give him two. It's so fucking hard to win the Super Bowl in this it league, is. man. I mean, there, Patrick Mahomes is hard as fuck to stop, but the, the best, the best minds in the world for this particular thing are working day in and day out to try to figure out a way to stop him. Like eventually he's going to be slowed down. People are going to find a way to beat this team. And when Andy Reid leaves, like you have to wonder what's going to happen to that offense. Patrick, understand that every time Patrick, every time Patrick Mahomes drops back to pass, he has at least two receivers wide open because of the, the, the plays that are drawn up and the scheme drawn up by Andy Reid. That makes things a lot easier, right? Yeah. So, so we'll, I mean, we'll see what happens. He may, he, he is a, an incredible talent. Maybe he can overcome a new coach when Reed leaves. I don't, I don't know. We'll see. I'm, <laughs> I'll take, I'm taking the under though. If I had to bet right now, I'll take the under. I'll give That's you a smart bet. Cause I mean, you think about some of these great quarterbacks, like Dan Marino only went to one Super Bowl. I want to say um, Drew Brees, one Super Bowl, Aaron Rodgers, one Super Bowl. And those are great hall of fame legend quarterbacks. Mm. So. As great Not as Mahomes is, that just goes to show how hard it is to win a Super Bowl. That's just, athletes in the world out there on that field every day. And that just makes you like really uh, like you have to appreciate what the Patriots are doing because <laughs> that shit is wild, man. Do you have to? Though? Come on. I mean, come on. We just talked about how hard it is to win a Super Bowl, man. And these oh, guys yeah. have six. Like it's crazy. But maybe it's because. All, right, all right, all right. Well, sometimes some, some of those podcast. come up against not a Patriots uh, podcast. Some of those come up against like who the Falcons. Fucking hey, 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 <laughs> hey, 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 hey! You did it on purpose too. That's why I told you. That's why I told you. Oh, I knew you, you were setting them up. You, you <laughs> lobbed it up for them. That was great. Oh, that was, I appreciate shot. that. I appreciate that one. Take a shot. Yeah, I'll take a fucking shot. What are you doing? So, what were some of the steals that you seen in the draft? To be okay, so. To be honest with you, I don't think there were a ton of steals. Again, comes comes down to just people were – I think people were good at what they were doing, mm-hmm. right? Like, I liked a lot of the picks. Um, I thought, like you said, the A.J. Green pick was a really good pick. The handful of picks that I thought were good. S- steals to me is like you got a guy five rounds later than you should have, though. Uh, I, I do. I picked out two that I really like. Carlos, you had one of them for me at uh, – in the 20th round, you took Tyrod Taylor because everybody else was gone. I think that could end up being a fantastic pick if the Chargers decide to let him take the reins, which he, mm. he's capable. He's shown he's capable of, and that's a team that is built to win. Like, like put a quarterback in there that doesn't throw five picks a game, and they're going to win fucking games. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I think definitely. that could end up being a fantastic pick. And look, Nick Mullins and Will Greer were both drafted before you took Tyrod Taylor, so... Uh, that that to me 
that to me was a fantastic pick. I mean, he may not do shit. He may be a backup all year and it'd be a worthless fucking pick, but it was the 20th round. So who cares? Exactly. And the, the, the fucking win loss ratio there is, it's insane. Uh, Thanks man. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm buttering you up for that trade. We're going to talk about. Yeah. Later. <laughs> uh, the, the only other one that I really was thought was even worth mentioning, which is barely worth mentioning is uh, my boy, Jay, who was kind of a douchebag, right. And kind of a dumbass. Uh, in the 25th round, he picked Willie Sneed. I think that mm-hmm. I think that was a good pick. Willie Sneed finished wide receiver 57 last season, which isn't great, but he he over the course of his career has had a lot of really good games. Like he's been playable. If you can get a playable wide receiver in a bye week flex position uh, in the 25th round of your startup, I think you're doing good. I mean, uh, last year best touchdown year of his career, right? He I, I think he is a. Uh, free agent this year if i remember correctly so like he's coming off a great season maybe he gets a shot somewhere else maybe he stays in baltimore and doesn't get a ton of passes thrown his way but like if you can find a guy that has been startable in the past and you feel you could feel like five week flex is startable that late i think that's a good I, you know like i said not a ton of steals here for me but but I, I but i like picks like that like in a dynasty startup i like picks like that just somebody, yeah, with somebody with that ceiling, like any type of ceiling that you can get that late, yeah, yeah. definitely. Is a I plus. mean, Bullfrog and I are sitting here jerking each other off, trying to look at a name that nobody's ever heard of in the 26th <laughs> round, just to surprise. Like, if you can yeah, find a way yeah, to yeah. Stay cool, like, great, yeah, good you for you. A couple, like, a couple like good picks in the draft, like, you, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah. Take it. Take I'm it. not gonna lie, I do like, I think Carlos getting Michael Thomas at seven, at 107, I think that's a steal. Because so that's I, going to be the wide receiver one for at least the next two to three years. So I went uh, – I, I was talking to Jay when he was picking because he tried really hard the day of the draft to pull out of the league. I had to talk him into staying. Um, and then he's like, I have no idea how to play Dynasty. I don't know what oh, to do no. at 103. <laughs> I, ta- I, I convinced him to stay. I got him excited about it. But it, And I told him, like, you should take Michael Thomas here. Mm-hmm. If you really want a quarterback because it's a super flex, like, I don't think that anybody would – you know, would hate on you for that too badly, which y'all yeah. did, but that's fine. Um, <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> but I, but I, yeah, Thomas, Thomas at seven is great. It's the, he's the first receiver off the board, though. I mean, it's not like it's not like somebody took Adams ahead of him. I just, I just don't understand why so many people let him pass. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of people I have I that redraft my strategy. Dynasty. Yeah, exactly. I feel like a lot of people went into it with a redraft yeah. uh, mentality too. Well, you got two got two guys ahead of you that went at least the first two rounds running back, right? Like just three rounds. I see people that went three rounds running back. Yeah, the Madge didn't take a fucking receiver until the tenth goddamn round, and he was he ahead. He worked last Chris year. Godwin, he traded yeah, Chris he, Godwin. Oh yeah, yeah. That, that might be the true. biggest steal of the draft right there. Like, when you Tra- think about trade it. up, getting Godwin. He get what did he give up? Uh, two first, first, round? first round picks. Like two that first is, round. and he got a second, and he got a second back. That is Will, easy yeah. money. I would have did that in a heartbeat. I didn't know that's what all he wanted. Like I definitely would have like. Well, so so DM two GM that made that right. trade, that spotlight, mm-hmm. right? It's fantasy spotlight, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's we he say he's like he's trying to pick guys to trade away. Yeah. I, I didn't understand what he was saying. He's trying to pick guys to trade away or something. It's, early. A, it's some little like thing on fantasy pro. I know it's on fantasy pros where you can like draft according to like value based draft. Yeah. Yeah, value based draft. Yeah, VBD. So, like, yeah, I, I mean, I got what he was doing, but, like, when I've done mocks using that, like, I don't like my team the way it, like, it, it really is, like, trading for value so you could, like, trade it or drafting for value so you could trade it down the road. And I don't like that strategy at all. Like, I never 
But then draft, you can't be trade. Nobody want to overpay for your players. Exactly. You know what I mean? like, I'm not going to overpay just because you want me to. Look, not only did Madge trade two firsts to get Godwin, but like his first round pick is the ninth pick. Exactly. Exactly. Oh. That's fucked up. Well, yeah. Yeah. He got a steal. But uh, yeah, my only other one was uh, my uh, Brandon Cooks. <laughs> Sorry, I mean, I don't mean to keep talking about my team. You're right? not allowed to pick your own fucking team here. Man. I got one for my team too, then. I got well, first of all, first of all, let me say, like, you're right. Like, it's it was really no steals in this draft like that because just not a lot everybody of people knew what they were doing. doing. I mean, it was a couple, like, if you were around certain people, like, a, a player fell a couple spots, but like, it was no, like, fishes in this league, it seems like. So, it definitely I, was hard to find some steals. I will say, um, before the David Johnson's contract is too high news that or thing that came out, so like they're not going to cut him. David Johnson at eleven when you thought he was going to be cut by the team could have been a fucking great pick. But, yeah, yeah, definitely. But now unless they can find a trade partner, he's going to be sitting the bench. So yeah, it was, it was tough to find. Man, you, Man, he can't fix his back before the season start. <laughs> I don't. A dynasty shareholder talking right now. But what about Preston Williams? But now nah, let me uh, hold on. So Brandon Cooks, like I drafted him as the 44th receiver off the board. Mm-hmm. Like I know he does have concussion history. Like that's definitely a concern. Um, but last year was the first year that he hasn't put up over a thousand yards. So or since his rookie season, that he uh, hasn't put over a thousand yards. So I got a player at 26 years years old that has put up over a thousand yards pretty much every season of his career. Like that's probably the biggest like one of 11 yeah yeah one of my biggest like steals because like you said like it's 11th round so the upside is so great that i can live with that you know floor of him not playing again (laughs) so i'm not hurt you know what i mean i'm not hurting if my 11th round pick doesn't perform i mean i I have some concerns about cooks like between the three of them he's he was so under targeted even when he was back after robert woods came back um, he or Woods are never going to score a ton of touchdowns as long as Cup's on the field, that sort of thing. I don't think Golf's a very good quarterback. So, um, like, I looked at him a couple of times, but we were trying to go positional with our tight ends and our quarterbacks, so we didn't take him. But, yeah, not a bad pick. You're not wrong. At around 11, like, what's the worst-case scenario? I mean, he's a, exactly. he's a flex guy every other week. Uh, it's fine. Exactly. I think All right, my in the 13th is a good – it was a steal for me. Ooh. I like that. Preston Williams. Preston Williams. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, we wanted Preston Williams. We drafted Devontae Parker pretty high um, as our second in in the sixth round, so we wanted to snag Preston Williams there too. Um, who and you took him one fucking pick before us, is that right? Yeah, we were yeah. taking him in round thirteen. So. <laughs> we 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 you put you put us on tilt, and we took James Washington, which fuck, whatever, fucking James Washington. But yeah, we wanted Williams there. That was a good. That was a good snipe there. Yeah, he went around places like Marvin, uh, Marvin Jones, Alan uh, Lazard, Alshon Jeffrey, Brashawn Pearman, people like that. I think that was a good pick. I think a lot of people forgot about him, but he. You remember in preseason he was going crazy, and then for the first couple of games he was he was a solid wide receiver three. But then that he was, last, great. He was and, great. He was real good, man. Before the game, he got hurt. He put up twenty four points on the way out. You know. Yeah, and it wasn't until he left that Devontae mm-hmm. Parker started doing. Exactly. That is true. A lot of people don't talk about that. We'll see what happens when he comes back. And uh, Ryan Fizz Magic, the Magic Show is coming back to town. For a little while. We'll see. 
I love yeah. fucking Fitz Magic, dude. There's nobody more fun to watch than, than an old ass quarterback that doesn't give a fuck where the <laughs> ball goes when he lets go of it. Like, give me that guy all day. He's fun. Yeah. Who do you think? Man. Who do you think is going to be? Do you think they'll draft um, Justin Herbert or Tua? Tua. Uh, they're taking Tua. Yeah, F5. Unless somebody trades up. Like, there's a lot of talk, obviously, about, about trading up. And if they do, like, I don't think you're losing anything. I, I got Herbert ahead of Tua in my rankings. Like, I think that's – I'd rather have – I told Herbert. Carlos that. I told Carlos that. He likes Tua for some reason. I don't know why. He's got no, – I, 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 I don't want to be a Tua hater. I just think there are better players than Tua. I think Tua gets a lot of hype. Like, uh, like disagree with you or anything because I haven't really watched, dove into quarterback film yet. Like, I've still been on these running backs. So, Tua's got all the tools you need to be successful, but except for like working ankles. So, like, you know, those are relatively (laughs) important. That's pretty important. I gotta grab a beer. Talk amongst yourselves for a second. You guys are doing. You guys are doing good work, man. I I like what you guys doing. I the the thing I like best about your podcast. Is uh, you guys know your shit. Like your calls come to pet. Like you, you know what you're talking about. Like you make good calls, and that's oh, we were that's hitting on that shit too. You're, when you like, first started, so so I I started listening to you guys pretty early on, uh, maybe in your second episode or something. And most of your off season stuff last year, almost all of it hit. Except while we're on the topic, um, who was it? Who was it? Gabe, you owe me twenty bucks. By the way, oh, do I? Oh. <laughs> do I? <laughs> yeah, let me let me clear let me clarify for you. Okay, so so you guys did like a, well, I don't know I don't know what episode it was, but in the middle of the episode, you said these words. You said, "I promise you, um, Josh Allen will finish higher than Lamar. Josh Allen beats Lamar." And then no, you no, said no, the not words, Lamar. It was it was Kyler Allen. Uh, it was no, Kyler no. Murray. Nope, it was fucking Lamar. I li- yeah. I went back again to double check yesterday. And then you said the word bet, and I realize it's just a thing you kids say, but <laughs> but when I was listening, I took the bet for twenty bucks. So, so, so you owe me twenty, but whenever you get around to it, like I'm not in a hurry. What episode? So, is I, what episode is this? Probably. Oh uh, God, it was. Uh, it wasn't, it was, and uh, you sure it wasn't Kyle Murray? Because I know that was a bet, and I won I'm, that one. I promise. Like you weren't actually making a bet; you just said. Bet. Oh, no, no, no. I know. I know. I'm saying. Doesn't remember a lot of shit to be saying. It, I, I want to say, oh, fuck, which one was it? It was, uh, it was like your breakouts and whatever episode. It's like your third episode or something. I like it. That breakout. I went back and listened to that one. Yeah, we were really hitting on that one, bro. Like the Kenny guys, Galladay, the Mark. Yeah, you guys are on, you guys are on point. You guys know what you're talking about, which is yeah. which is awesome. Appreciate it, man. So, what were some of the steals that you saw? Or deals? You mean, I mean, the deals. You, you know mean what I mean? Deals. <laughs> All right, so the way for for me, the way I define this one deals out uh, to separate it from the steals is just like who made good, solid picks that you know like filled out their team or like they really, really executed a really good draft strategy. That's sort of what I thought about because um, we already kind of did the steals and there weren't a ton of them, but there were some really solid strategies that I liked here. Again, I'm gonna start with Carlos. Like I said, I'm buttering you up, oh, buddy. Man. But, Damn. But so you so the both of you went the zero running back strategy. Um, you already said it. You, you you pretty much picked the same team, different guys. I think <laughs> I think between the two of you, as far as running backs went, Carlos, you won here. Uh, oh, you know, he, did. he took Kareem Hunt from me. Kareem Hunt in the seventh round was your first guy. If he stays in Cleveland, we'll have an issue. But if he leaves anywhere else, anywhere else in the league, he's a goddamn stud. 
Yeah. That, I, I mean, always that loved was... him as a runner. Like, he's fucking great. Exactly. Like, I got him as the 23rd running back off the board. Yeah, great so, pick. And I had that down. Like, even if he does stay in Cleveland, it'll only be for a year at the most. Because he's he unrestricted. Even if he stays in Cleveland, he gets work. Like, he exactly. Average fault. 10 points. 10 points and a game. Nick, let me tell you what, this about Nick Chubb, okay? Nick Chubb was the worst running back in the entire league inside the five-yard line. I think he had 20-some carries inside the five and scored twice. His his total yardage on carries inside the five-yard line was negative 25, some shit like that. Jesus. The kid can't do it on the goal line. And at the end of the season, the team figured it out. Kitchen started putting Hunt in on the goal line, and guess what? He started scoring. So, like, if he stays in Cleveland, he's a goal line back at the jump. He's the pass-catching back out of the fucking gates. Like, you're fine there. Is he going to be the stud? He'd be somewhere else. As the one, no, but either way, great pick at seven. You pick Sony at 10, who is a solid RB2 potential. Like, we've seen him do it. Can yeah. he again? I don't know. I like the Breida pick at 12. Uh, he's likely going to leave the team. I think at this point it's likely that he leaves the team. And, uh, again, we've seen him do good things. I think he'd be a great complimentary back somewhere. And uh, as your third guy, great. You pick Jordan Howard. Again, whether he's in Philly or not, the guy's young He's got a great skill set. Malcolm Brown, Jordan Wilkins, Daryl Williams. You, you got a bunch of guys there that I think are really solid. Um, you have four potential starters, like that's, and you didn't pick to the uh, running back to the seventh round. To me, that's a, yeah. that's a that that's 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 the right way to do that draft strategy. So to me, that's yeah. a, appreciate it, man. Yeah. <laughs> My wide receivers are better than his. <laughs> that, I don't that, know. That I don't know. Oh uh, yeah. The, my wide receivers don't start right? getting sorry till the 13th. You would got Michael me. Thomas, Mike Evans, Amari Cooper, McLaurin, Debo, Brandon That's Cooks in the 11th. Like, I, re- I really love that McLaurin, Debo there. Right. Your, yeah, your picks, McLaurin, Kareem Hunt, and Debo in 6, 7, and 8, were they were a thing to behold. Great stretch. Good stretch. Yeah. I like your team too, Gabe. I like Kyler better. Yeah, than yeah, you. man. You fought, yeah, he definitely sniped me on Kyler Murray, and like yeah, we had yeah. like a little group chat, and Javar was like being like a fantasy coach, like because he wasn't in this draft, so he was like, yeah, yeah, Gabe, you should definitely steal Kyler Murray from Carlos. Not saying <laughs> you want to take Kyler Murray. Yeah, he was gonna take him anyway, but I was just like, bro, Javar. <laughs> yeah. That was a good pick. And, and Gabe, look, I love Cortland Sutton. I love the Tyler Boyd pick, mm. the AJ Green. You're not wrong. Like, you got some great wide receivers. But as far as the strategy of, like, the running backs goes, yeah. I think Carlos did a great job there. Um, yeah. Here's one thing in, stra- in drafts that I never do. And at the end of drafts, I always think, fuck, I should have done that. It, it's stacking quarterbacks, receivers. Mm-hmm. I just never do it. Like, I just take the guys that I think are best available. But there are a handful of people in this league that obviously tried to. And I think they did a pretty nice job. Uh, double F, double G with uh, Matt Ryan and, and Calvin Ridley, I think is a great stack. He picked them at four or five. I think that's a, that was a solid pick. The match yeah. has fucking three stacks that I like. Um, Rodgers and then both of the running backs, Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams. One of those two guys is going to catch a lot of passes. Uh, Daniel Jones and Golden Tate, I think he stacked. That's a solid stack. Brady and Edelman, should Brady stay? That's a, that's a great stack. He picked them in double-digit rounds, both of them. Uh, Mahomes and Nicole Hardman for uh, for spotlight. I think was a really solid. St- I love Nicole Hardman. Like he's one of the young guys that I'm. Yeah, all, yeah, definitely. I- I'm trying to get him everywhere I can fucking get him. It's not working, like, but I'm trying, right? Yeah, I've, I've been wondering <laughs> why people haven't been talking about. What are you willing to give up for Patrick? Um, not Patrick Mahomes, but uh, Nicole Hardman. In a in a rookie draft, 
No, I'm just, no, not in the rookie draft. I'm saying what in like a dynasty league right now, if you were trying to buy Patch, I mean Nicole Harmon, what would you be willing to give up? I so I, I'd be willing to give up give up like an early second in the rookie in the yeah. in a rookie draft at this point. Maybe a late for I'd give up like a like eleven or twelve in the first, probably to get Harmon. It's it's a long term it's a long term investment, right? Like mm-hmm. his ceiling yeah. is high as fuck, but I think his floor is going to come up. Watkins leaves town this year; he's on the field more. I think I think he's I think he's legit. Carlos, would you give me McCall Harmon for a one twelve right now? Uh, I I was just about to say, end of the first still a little too high for me right now. Like I am buying in on McCall. Like I talked about him a couple episodes ago. Like it's one of my like dynasty buys. So cool. But, Let me give you a second round, early second round for him then. I don't have them. Are you trying to you trying to get them for oh, me or are you? Nah, I don't have them. Bro. No, 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 no. Spotlight, Spotlight's got them. I'm talking about. In, I'm talking about in the other league. Oh, nah, wow. I don't have them in no leagues. Like, because oh, I wasn't oh. on them last year. Like, mm. I wasn't buying the Tyreek even with Tyreek Hill out. Like, I wasn't buying them like that in the rookie draft. So, but like you're right. Like I've been trying to. I've been acquiring them to all the McCole Harmons in my dynasty leagues, and nobody wants to come up off them. So oh, everybody's on them. That's the problem. Everybody's yeah, exactly. Because right he, I mean, he performed with his opportunities. Like he has yeah. that Tyreek Hill ceiling. Yeah. You know what I mean? To where like he could take any catch to the house. So he's fun as long watch, as he's attached man. to Patrick Mahomes. You said what? As long as he's attached to Patrick Mahomes, that ceiling is just is going to remain that high. Can you imagine if the Chiefs have two Tyreek Hills? Like that would be nasty, unstoppable, bro, and very fun to watch. Fucking nasty. Who you got, Gabe? I like your Corey Davis pick, Carlos. Damn, y'all stop talking about my team, man. Y'all gonna jinx me, bro. Like, <laughs> I, don't, I, I, I don't know about that. Look, I don't like that fucking Corey Davis pick. You don't like the that Corey Davis? Like, I was even when he told me about it earlier. I was like, eh, I guess. Like, I like Corey Davis, a piece of I'm shit. I'm over him now, man. I was high on him for a while. What about what about with a whole off season with with a whole off season with uh, Ryan Tannehill? Yeah, and a whole off season with AJ Green on the other side, or AJ Brown rather. Yeah, no thanks. Uh, He's just in that Devontae Park. I mean, I agree. Like, he does have – I don't. he hasn't even shown his ceiling, like, but, like, two times in his, what, three-year career. But, I mean, he is a top five pick in the NFL draft, I want to say. Like, he was drafted to uh, fifth overall. High as fuck. Out of Western Michigan University. Or, yeah, uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, it's just kind of like in that Devontae Parker territory to where, like, is at the point now to where I'm not investing anything – like no nothing into like hoping that he becomes what I thought he was three years ago. So Corey Davis happens. Corey Davis I, has all the tools you need to be a downfield fucking monster. Except yeah. the only issue is he can't get off the line of scrimmage. He never had in college. He couldn't get off the line of scrimmage in a good with a good bump coverage. People know that, and and they they fucking press him every play, and he never he's never anywhere, never anywhere. Fuck, he can't complete a route. Damn. I feel like that would be an easy fix too. Like, what's what's going on? <laughs> like, he should be. He's a big fucking dude. He should yeah, be able exactly. to use those hands, but like he's yeah, worthless on the line. Technique. Get the bench going, will, dude. I will say if he does if something happens, we'll come. We got this on record. Gabe is you know saying something about Corey Davis. I think so, man. I, I think, think we're whole do with Ryan Tenney. I think Mar- Marcus Mariota might have been the problem. Maybe. Bad. Yeah, he, he definitely was a problem. <laughs> I don't know if he was. A, <laughs> I don't know if he was a problem for Corey Davis, but he was definitely the problem. He was a problem for some everybody. 
But um, the other things I want to point out is the people that did go running back heavy, I do like their teams. It's not that I'm saying I don't like the running back heavy team because I do like the Madras team. Like, overall. Only because he made that Godwin trade. Only because he made the Godwin trade. But, like, when he went running back heavy, I think maybe, I don't know if he had that in mind when he, like, went into it that he was going to go draft for a, a, a wide receiver. I mean, trade for a wide receiver. But I like his team with the Zeke, Aaron Jones, Fournette. And David Montgomery. That's that's a that's that's a pretty hard, you know what I'm saying, number of points to, to to fight against, you know. And we should we should say there's what three flex spots in this league. So like he doesn't have to pick between these guys. Exactly. They're all playing. They're all playing. I also like uh the breezes. Um he picked at one twelve and I think he did the the one of the best jobs he, I've seen at one twelve. Um, knowing that he'll have the 101, uh, he went with Nick Chubb. He got George Kittle uh, with the tight end premium league. He got Matt Stafford, who should come back. Because, well, before he went out with the broken back pieces in his back, he was like, he was a monster. <laughs> broken pieces in his back? <laughs> They're bones. Those pieces are fucking bones. I, I broke in his my back. back. His fucking spine, let's be clear. Uh, then he got uh, the Nick Chubb, Devin Singletary, King and Drake. I think King and Drake was a good pick. Um, so he has the wide uh, running back. So he's going to go. I think he goes wide receiver first because he got Big Ben and Matt Stafford. I think he goes wide receiver. I think he chances and goes wide receiver. You're, you're, uh, you're so goddamn wrong. Matt you Stafford. You you know who else is real good? But he's a homer, though. Pieces. He's a homer, though. You got to know your play. You got to know your dynasty. That's is another it, thing. You gotta is he know a homer? He, he, does, he said it wasn't a homer pick. But, but it looked like a homer pick. <laughs> he's, 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 he's a Detroit Lions fan. Look, look, you know who else was great before the broken pieces in his back slowed him down? It was Tony Romo, and he never came back. Like, Matt yeah. Stafford is never going to play more than eight games a year again. You wow. can't break your back twice, three times, and be fine in the NFL. Like, that's not happening. You know who else fucking can't stay, keep all of his, like, bones together? That'd be Big Ben, like this old fucking man. He's older than I am. Uh, he uh, he's falling apart. Like neither of these two guys are going to play a whole season. What does that leave with his next best quarterback, Teddy Bridgewater? He's hoping he's hoping Breeze gets hurt, right? Like he's picking mm. Burrow. Yeah, he, he has is, no yeah. he has no choice. He has to go Burrow. He well, has he's going to be well now. I and don't if, like he, if for some play. reason he does want to like pick a receiver, he definitely better trade back to get. You know what I mean? He, he got to get back in the first. He got to get back in the first round for sure. Definitely have suitors for that one on one easily. Mm-hmm. I just think, I mean, his wide receivers is like I don't really like them, but I was thinking maybe if he would have draft like a Judy or a CD Lamb, like he could probably make something work. If you were trying to go for now, maybe not Dynasty, but I, and, and Dynasty, like how I just won my first Dynasty championship was I literally drafted all my draft picks. And I went for like I want to win this year. I don't care what happens next year. I'm going to win now. You know what I mean? And I think he has a win now team if he goes and gets a lot. Shit, you traded for McCaffrey. Yeah. <laughs> That's how. Yeah. I, I could give you a man. shorter answer. <laughs> I also did that, but I also have no draft picks until like maybe like the fourth or fifth round. Of- yeah. Look, I think the best thing Breezeway did while we're talking about him was uh, his Deontay Johnson pick at ten. Tenth round, Deontay Johnson a pair with Big Ben. Should Big Ben play? I think that was a, I think that was yeah. a great pick. Yeah, that was a great pick. Yeah, love that pick. Uh, speaking of stacks, right? Like great fucking stack with, with that young kid. Yeah, um, I liked uh, Gordon. Who got Gordon? 
Melvin Gordon in the fifth. He went in the fifth, fifth round. round. Uh, Mick Andrew, Mick Anderson. Yeah, I mean, so he was drafted as the fifteenth running back, and I mean, he's only twenty six years old. Unlike Hunt, who we just talked about, he's an unrestricted free agent, so he can sign anywhere. Um, and you got. I mean, he got off to a slow start last year after the holdout, but down the stretch when he, like, finally got in the swing of things, like, he averaged 16 and a half points per game in the last eight games last year. And so, like, when you think about the teams like the Bucks and the Texans that need a running back, like, to get uh, RB Surefire, RB1, as the 15th running back off the board, I think that was a great deal. Let me let me ask you guys this off topic just for a second. Um, what do you think happens with, with Gordon and Eckler, both of them free agents? Like, are either one of those two staying on this team? What do, you, I what think, do you think? I think Eckler is saying because he's a restricted free agent, right? Yeah, yep. So yeah, I think I don't. I'm. I don't think he's going to command a lot of money. I mean, it's hard for these star players to get a lot of money. Running, so don't you don't pay. You don't pay running backs in today's. Yeah, game. exactly. And I don't think they're going mean, to pay. Zeke, but... Eckler had a great year, but I don't think he's going to command a lot of money for them not to match that. So I think he'll be there, but Gordon, I don't see a scenario where he stays there. Like he I... held out. Like it's, I think yeah. it's bad blood now. So I don't know why I think this. I couldn't fucking back it up, but I think it's flip. I think Eckler leaves. Gordon's back. Hmm. I'll, I'll bet you a shot. I'll bet you four yeah. shots. Yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> Fuck it. And Carlos yeah, don't drink. Yeah. So that would be I don't drink. drink. So goddamn, I'll, Gordon, you better leave. <laughs> yeah, I'll fuck. Yeah, let's. Hey, I'm gonna take a shot, take a shot right down. Just cause. Yeah. down. Gabe, you taking a shot with me? Or? I got you, bro. All right, so let's to wrap it up after I take the shot. What's one team that's not your team? That, what do okay, you mean you, wrap it up? We missed the fucking blooper reels. I got so much shit written down for the fucking blooper oh, reels. Oh, Jesus oh, Christ. Oh, let's go, go to the blooper reel. I asked you what the blooper reel was. What's the yeah, blooper that's the, reel? That's the dipshit picks, like the fucking stupid picks. Oh, oh, oh okay. okay. Yeah, I you got to fucking talk shit. You can't leave it. And, and yes. hey, you did a good job. Like nobody wants to hear that shit. Yes, let's do that. Let's do that. Let's do that. Fucking, I'll, no, I'll go first. Up, actually, all your guys' team sucks. So. <laughs> my Look, team. I don't, is the best. I don't love my team. Like my team might suck. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I'll start it off. The dipshit pick. I think you taking Derrick Henry right there in that second round. I did. I hated that pick. Okay. I, Why? I hate that pick. Because I would if I if I'm gonna go running back, I just think I'm gonna go a younger running back. There's a lot of younger running backs yeah, out there. Derrick Henry's 25 years old, right? Yeah, but and like I think I think if he goes somewhere else that's not Tennessee, I don't think he's gonna be the same Derrick Henry. Oh yeah, we I picked think, him. We picked him to stay in. Like we picked him, assuming he's staying. Like I think Tennessee pays him. Yeah, he wants yeah, a I, lot of money. Yeah, I don't disagree with you. If he goes somewhere else, he'll struggle to do anything. But if he, but I think he's going to stay in Tennessee, and I think when he does, that floor is as good. I mean, the way y'all's mindset is, and and the way you formed your argument by picking him right there, yeah. like it makes sense. Like you, you want to win now. Like this dude, but it does, it's not pretty. Like monster. it's not a fucking. It's not a pretty. Not glamorous. Game. It's not no, just me looking from my lens. How I look at Dynasty, like yeah, exactly. I wasn't taking them there. Like I we hated him, like, it too. Three down. Look, we we fucking hated it too. All right. Yeah. That. Yeah. I mean, but he does produce like in that little I mean, that little mini Scott Fishbowl league we were in last year. Like we took Derrick Henry, and a lot of people yeah. hated that that pick, and he was a monster gold for us. So yeah, he did. He did. Yeah. It just looks ugly when you look at it. Like oh, Derrick yeah. Henry at, at two oh three is like ah. Fuck, I didn't uh, love Tyreek Hill at 110 either, but... No, no, I like Tyreek Hill at 110, actually. 
Because I'm, I'm all about going to get you a star wide yeah. receiver. He is a stud, man. He's he's, he's a, stud. a stud. I don't care how you yeah. call how you stack it up. He's a stud. Even with other quarterbacks too, like when yeah. that uh, who was the backup that came in this year? Like you got how that was a high school coach or some shit. Yes. Like yeah. So Tyreek is. I like that. Definitely like that pick. But uh, my bastard, everybody. Fuck. My mm-hmm. blue rail pick will probably be uh Devin Singletary. Like I know he's hyped up. Like, you know, in the offseason, everybody got the takes. And he is a great running back, but at 4-1, I don't think I like him that early. Pretty high. Yeah, you got Mel, Mel, Melvin Gordon picked after him. Um, you got Keenan Gray Allen. Goes, Todd fucking yeah. Gurley goes after he Yeah, Corlin Sutton, Allen Robinson. Like, yeah, it's, it's way, too many running backs. And you know they're going to bring somebody in. Well, I feel like they're going to bring somebody in in Buffalo to – I love shared a lot with him. I love. Devin I feel like he could have got one of those. I feel like he could have got a quarterback right there, and then his team would have been set. He could have just drafted yeah. a running back. Exactly. I love Devin Singletary, but I, I don't think he has an easy road to improve that touchdown number, which is what killed him. Exactly. He's not, he's not going to score a lot of touchdowns. Josh Allen is going to be there, and he's still going to be rushing. But if you listen to the episode with uh, Gary earlier this year, where he was like. Uh, the touches are going to go up because I don't think Frank Gore will be there. If he can get close to 275, 300 touches, regardless of the touchdowns, you'll still be getting a wide receiver. I'm not a wide receiver, but a running back, what, 15 at minimum if he doesn't get, what, five touchdowns? Even he's if fan, he, He's fantastic he's, with the ball. Like, fuck, exactly. give him the ball. He's going to get you five-plus yards per carry yeah, every goddamn yeah. time. He's, he's so hard to tackle in a hole. The dude, I don't know how he does it, but, like, in a phone booth, you can't touch him. It's ridiculous. You know, you know that Gary Haddow. Let me tell you something about Gary fucking Haddow real quick, okay? Haddow, <laughs> whatever his name is. Uh, so, so when I first started my podcast uh, three years ago, Gary Haddow was one of our first listeners. Uh, oh. and he would, he would, he would email us uh, and twit, DM us and Twitter. Like he would tweet at us every day with questions, and he would, he he asked us at least twice a week for six months if he could come on the show. Uh, and we just kept stringing him along, telling him, like, yeah, we'll bring you out one day. We'll bring... And it was just a joke for us. We were fucking around with him. Um, and then he goes and wins the goddamn Scott Fishbowl. Like, obviously, <laughs> obviously, we put him on the show after after that. Uh, and he and he didn't talk a lot of shit. He's a nice guy. Uh, but he, 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 he did say that the first, the first podcast he found and started listening to when he first got serious about fantasy football was my fucking podcast. Like, uh, That's so that's dope. Just say, just say, so you, say. So you walk around saying like, "I'm the reason." <laughs> I claim the fucking fishbowl title. I told him he has to send me the trophy at least for one month a year. Yeah. Were you but, in yeah. it? Did you? Were you in it last year? No, no, I'm fucking nobody. No, no, no. Right, we're gonna get into this year. We're gonna get into this year. I'm trying, man. Like I'm trying. I'm I don't know what we gotta do, there. but we're gonna get in it. I don't know yeah. what we gotta do, but Congrats we're gonna do it again, man. Because that that was. I told Gary to get me in. I don't know. I don't know what he pulls. But... Yeah. Look, I got some, I got some blooper real picks here. You guys want? Go ahead. To... Go ahead. It's your turn. It's your turn. So you said a minute ago. I don't know. I don't remember who said it, but somebody said Kittle was a good pick. I think it's a fucking terrible pick at two point one. Like George Kittle's not that good at fantasy football. He's a great blocker, but that's it. Kelsey went at two eleven. Kelsey's a better fantasy tight end all fucking day, every day. Like George Kittle's a bad pick, and I will, I will go to my grave, fucking touting. George Kittle's inadequacies as a fantasy player. So ooh, fuck, ooh. fuck that dumbass pick. I mean, he is the number two running back though. He's I mean, not tight running back, end, tight end. Like, tight yeah. end. Number two tight end. 
Yeah, he's he's fine, but he shouldn't be picked a full round ahead of the number one tight end, right? Why yeah, is that happening? Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's younger. I mean, I he's for age. Yeah, he's maybe younger, maybe. but fucking Kelsey's a goddamn man. And there's a lot of <laughs> young guys that are coming out, like Mark Andrews. I take Mark Andrews over George Kittle because George Kittle's yeah. never going to score more than five touchdowns. Never. He did it in his last year. He did it the fucking two years ago. He's never going to break five. Like that's just not a thing that's going to happen on a Kyle Shanahan offense. Give me any other tight end. Yeah, they don't That's a it. shitty thing. They don't throw um, it. They're, they're look, today. Say that again, what? No, nah, I'm just saying they, they don't throw in the red zone, so definitely. No, not, a, not at all. Uh, Breezeway's quarterbacks, we talked about them already. Stafford, Big Ben, and Teddy Bridgewater. Like, he's just waiting. He's he's an injury and a half away from being having no quarterback to start. I think Big Dog's quarterbacks are a, a bad fucking situation, too. He's We talked about that already. He's got Deshaun Watson, great pick. Cam Newton's his second, but... If if he's in Carolina, if he's a starter there, great value in the seventh round. But that's a big if at this point, right? Uh, it's yeah. been three years since we've seen Cam Newton worth a shit. Maybe his shoulder heals after the second surgery. Uh, maybe not. Like, maybe he's just a piece of sh- Maybe he goes to Chicago and fucking plays like trash, like every other quarterback we've ever brought in. But uh, who knows? <laughs> then he's got – after that, he's got oh, Josh we got a Chicago Rosen. fan. We never asked that. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a Bears fan. I'm a, I've seen I'm a, the logo. I'm a Bears. It hurts a lot to be a Bears fan most days. I hate. Imagine Travis being a Falcon fan. Fuck, dude. At least you went. Like, at least you went to the Something. Super Bowl recently. Like, Julio Jones is fun to watch. Matt Ryan can play the game. Mitchell Trubisky throws the ball like my wife. Like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. You ever th- you ever see him throw left? Can't complete a pass left. Like, it's bad. Yeah. Uh, Josh Rosen, Andy Dalton, Will Greer. Those are his other quarterbacks. So I don't like that situation. You have to have some kind of a backup plan. Uh, I think double F, double G's first four rounds were just a just a hot pile of garbage, too. He picked uh, – <laughs> he, he, he started off with Kamara and Joe Mixon. Like, Kamara and Joe Mixon are two big-name running backs, and they're, they're both great. Like, they, their ceilings are high as fuck. But the problem with both of them, Mixon – for two years, his entire career disappears half the time. Lately, the last season, Kamara disappears half the time. Like in any given week, he might score six total points between these two guys. I I, I like both guys as far as their names and their ceilings, but if you're going to pick one of them, you have to pick a guy with a high floor as your running back two to balance that out. He's going to have weeks where they each of them score 25 points. He's going to have weeks where combined they score six. That's to me. That to me is trash. His first quarterback pick, Baker Mayfield, and he. T- I don't know how high. How high to take Baker? Three that shit up. Three. Three. Baker. Baker sucks a lot of ass. Like he's really bad at football. <laughs> I think he's, he's bad. Good. I think he he's does bad better at everything. Look, did y'all hear the story where he uh, his his mistress came out and said that he he would take her out oh, behind shit. behind the fucking uh, cheesecake factory and fuck her in the alley. Like he's bad <laughs> at every, like life too, dude. This guy is worthless at, at all things. He, uh, I, out here walling. I take that back, right? Like he's his commercials are hilarious, but other yeah. than that, <laughs> that that's bad. Guys that went after him that I think should have gone before him: Josh Allen, obviously, yes. Aaron Rodgers, Ryan Tannehill, even yeah. Goff, Daniel Jones, Daniel Jameis, Jones. Breeze, Cousins, Trubisky. Like it goes yeah. on and on. Baker Mayfield sucks. You don't take him that high. That was terrible. <laughs> Uh, then yeah. he picked your then he picked your boy Matt Ryan his fourth pick which I'll be out of the four is the best pick Matt Ryan puts up points but that line is 
that line's hard to watch. Like you guys got to admit that as Falcons fans. Sometimes, like, we'll, man, he has he has some moments, but like he, he he's great. I think Matt Ryan's great, but and that offense is awesome and fun to watch. But that offensive line is so bad. Yeah. It's so we invested heavily in our offensive line this year. Like it was so weird to see. Yeah, that. how many injuries? In last year, May, like maybe they'll gel. Maybe it'll come to, together next year. But like, if Baker's your QB one, you don't take a guy who maybe their offensive line might be good next year. I, I don't think he did a good job of drafting his team. I think he just drafted the board and took whoever was on the board, ignoring his team, which I think will be to his detriment. Mm. Um, another one I got. I can't shit on Matt Ryan, man. I can't. Is your boy? Is your is your boy Jay real? Um, I'm not. I'm not fucking with the uh, Le'Veon Bell at three three pick, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was the Jay, worst pick of the entire draft. Jay uh-huh. made some tough calls, but yeah, yeah, that, that, yeah. That, that was the worst running back one. Bell got that tough. great name value, and he was like really, really great. Like, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Let me tell. Let me tell you something. Since we're since we're friends now. <laughs> I almost kicked him out of the league for that because that was like right before, like he did not pay, and like somebody was like literally trying to get in the league. I was like, bro, he just picked Le'Veon Bell in the what? third round. At the, I said, all right, where's the to money? To be at? fair, to be fair, <laughs> at that point, at that point, I think the commissioner of the league hadn't paid. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I think you were the last one to fucking pay, right? So let's not talk too much shit. (laughs) But it's true. But it's true. Yeah, Yeah, that was a mod shot to call me out at first. I was like, hold up now, (laughs) hold up, nobody. But but, no, no, that was a that was a bad. Yeah, Bell was was a bad. That was the worst pick of the draft. Odell Beckham and his two bad pick. Levy at Wentman. I like that one. I like Odell. I like Odell. Bell, DJ DJ Shark at four bad pick. Carryon Johnson pick. at at six is a questionable pick at best. Like uh, five. He got him at five. Five three. Did he? Oh yeah. five. Yeah. Well, yeah, it, it, yeah. That's not a, that's not a great pick. Yeah, he made some bad. He did some good stuff later on. I think in the draft. Later on, he got yeah. Later on, he made like solid picks. But I, I like his like Naheem Hines pick. To pair up with, he picked Marlon Mack. I think not, his Naheem Hines was pretty good. Yeah, I like he, his, that, he did kill it in the end of the draft. Yeah. I think Latavius Murray in the middle was Tyler Marvin Hickey. Jones. Fuck yeah, some good stuff Eric early. Slayton. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he has some. Yeah, he has some solid picks towards the end. I don't know what. What was he? Must have been like tired or something. Had work. I, I didn't like um, Angie's pick. She's the champion. She was the champion in redraft. I didn't like Chris Chris Carson at six twelve. Yeah. Then she went and got. Uh, Rashad Penny, so then it was all right. At first, I was like, that was a horrible pick. At first, I was Rashad really Penny going to be out all next year, too, I believe. No, not all, dear. He tore his ACL towards the end of the year. So, I mean, you got about a year recovery. I mean, give or take, but they're saying he, like, has a possibility of missing, like, yeah. a lot of next year, too. Uh, so, that, so that's a dynasty issue to bring up, though, like we're talking about it. She picks Rashad Penny in the 11th round there. Like, even if he misses the whole year next year, this is a kid that he, over the course of his career, over the next three years, he's going to produce. Like, in, at yeah, the 11th pick, is it worth taking a guy that's going to miss a year? I I don't know. Like, maybe. I, I think so. Yeah, I think so. So that's, di- that's a dynasty question, right? Like, do you do you even consider – a lot of guys in our draft are, were on the IR still when we drafted, but, like – you take them because it doesn't matter if they play the for even the first fucking four weeks of this year. Like you're thinking a long term. You got to balance the long term, right? So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, that's a great point. 
I would definitely yeah, take. Fuck yeah, that's a great point. Jesus I would, Christ. I, I would take uh, Rashad Penny in the 11th round in a dynasty league. So, yeah, I, great pick. Sh- I'd take a shot right now. <laughs> uh, uh, you got any more? You got any more bloopers you want to get out? Uh, I, I, I think the the Le'Veon Bell one. Yeah, it wasn't too many like horrible, horrible picks. Just picks that I personally didn't like. Me myself. When I first went through this and I was first picking my blooper reels, um, I did put the match on here. This was before I I, I forget that the Godwin trade happened. Yeah, me but if too. You, if you ignore the Godwin trade, listen to this fucking guy's wide receiver core. Okay. He picked Curtis Samuel in the 10th round, Edelman in 12, Alshon Jeffrey in the 14th, Golden Tate at the 16th, Antonio Brown 18, and uh, Kiki Kuti at 19. So he picked two guys, two, that were under 30 years old, and he only picked two guys that played in 16 games last year. The rest of them averaged eight, right? So maybe the worst wide receiver core you could imagine for dynasty purposes, but then the Chris Godwin trade. So you throw all that out the window. It should just fixed everything. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh yeah. It just like with, that. I mean, yeah. With those three running backs that he started with, like, yeah, that's, yeah, he's, he's looking nice this year. Although I hate David Montgomery. Like that's not a good pick. You're not fucking with David Montgomery. No, I don't think Aaron Jones is a great pick either. Yeah. Well, I, like the, if I mean, Aaron Jones is one of like three guys you take early. Like I love Leonard Fournette and Zeke there. If Aaron Jones is your running back three, like that's, that's a fucking money. great pick. That's yeah, a fucking that's great money. pick. All right. If you had to pick one team that's not your team that is the best team, what would it be? <clears throat> uh you know, I thought about that question. Uh I had a hard time picking, uh, and and this is gonna sound. At this point, we're getting we're we're pushing on like pandering level, but I, I'm picking Carlos. Oh, hey, let's <laughs> go. I, I, I think it's a good like. I don't love Jared Goff as your QB two, but Russell Wilson is who Russell Wilson is. Your receivers are real good. I love Terry McLaurin and Debo Samuel in the middle rounds. We already talked about your running backs there. Your tight ends are fucking awful, but it's the yeah. t- he, even okay. in e- even in a tight end premium, like the first, I asked Gary Hatta how he won the Scott Fishbowl. He said this. The first thing he said was, "It's a tight end premium," and in my draft, I just punted the tight end position, and that's how yeah. I. Won. So, yeah. so it's all my name. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of good teams. Everybody looks. Most teams look relatively solid, but if I had to pick one, probably Carlos. Who you got? Sorry, sorry Gabe. Sorry, Lloyd. <laughs> Uh, I think I'm gonna go with the mod, man. Now that he, like you said, he has Chris Godwin now, like that's a locked and loaded wide receiver one to pair with three RB ones, like that is great. And then you got uh, Aaron Rodgers and Daniel Jones as his quarterback, like not the best quarterbacks. I but love solid Daniel enough. Jones, man. We, yeah, we I like I like Daniel Jones, Dan, but Aaron Rodgers is kind of falling off. But he's like, I mean, if you think about Dynasty, he'd be like a QB two. Yeah. Like, as late as he went, as late as he fucking went in this draft, great, yeah. great, great. He has Austin Hooper, OJ Howard, so his tight end core is solid. And he has depth at uh, quarterback. He has Garden Minshew. He could be the starter out there in Jacksonville. And he has Tom Brady. Um, so, I mean, that's his QB4. So, yeah, if I had to pick any other team, definitely the Maj. Uh, I like the Maj, too. I was going to go him if you didn't. I think if I hadn't go the two that y'all went, I do like your team the most. Um yeah. 
I would go. <laughs> I fuck with I fuck with yours too, gay. I fuck with yours too. It just looks so much like mine, so I guess I have to you like. It. <laughs> I nobody like it. fucking nobody likes my goddamn team. Yeah. I don't even fucking like my yeah, team. Derrick yeah, Henry. Derrick Henry just every time I see Derrick Henry at that sick, I can't. I, I can't. Let's just let's just fucking read your. Let's do it over again. Let's try again. <laughs> I can do better. I can do better. It only it only took three weeks. Like let's do it again. <laughs> it did no. take a long time. I like um, Mick Anderson team. I think he did good at the, uh, the at the second position. He went Barkley, Travis Kelsey, Kenny Galladay, uh, Cooper Cup, and Melvin Gordon. That's a solid five rounds right that's a there. Great, that's a great five. Yeah. And then for quarterbacks, he went three quarterbacks in a row. He went Drew Brees, who's now coming back. That's a solid floor, like you mentioned earlier. And then he went Drew Locke, who everybody's hired on. It was a, his second year coming in. I feel like that's a that's a great um, backup. And he, then he got uh, Jacoby Brissett. And I think Jacoby Brissett, I think a lot of people shit on Jacoby Brissett. I don't know why. He got hurt. He, was he, won't, before the he won't start. They're, he won't be the starter there next year. You don't yeah. think so? It's Rivers' time. I like Rivers. Yeah, good one. Yeah. I think I got him too. I think we put Rivers on. Uh, I think we did that on the last episode. I think I said that too. But I did. A lot, I just, a lot of talk about Tampa Bay, though. Yeah. and he better I, I, not. James Winston should be there. That would be regressing if they go from James Winston to Philip Rivers. That's regressing. I feel Maybe. that's another cat that doesn't give a fuck about where the ball goes when he throws it, though. Like, so why would, he just ain't got the arm no more, man. Like, he I don't, don't think got the arm. He's gonna be throwing it under. He's gonna be throwing it ten yards deep. Like, their line is not good enough to where he's gonna be better than when he was in in uh, charge. As a Falcon fan, hope they get Philip Rivers. Yeah, as a five. Well, yeah, there you go. Yeah, but yeah, I just looked at that that first five, and I like that. I think that's a solid foundation for a dynasty draft. Because I don't know why people don't like Melvin Gordon. I think we talked about this on a previous episode. He's still young, and he just sat out the first couple of games. He wasn't like he was hurt or anything, and then he came back. Of course, he had to knock the rust off. And then when he came back into Melvin Gordon form at the end of the season. He looked like he could have been a, top, a potential top five running back again. I, I will. I'll tell you why people don't like Melvin Gordon. Okay, in his career, he has had one year with more than four yards per carry. That's why people don't like him. I like him because the volume's always been there. But like, take away some of that volume, like he's not efficient. He's not. Efficient. It's the t- it's the touchdowns too, and he just yeah. keeps getting he keeps getting them though. Like after his first he's year, he's trying like, to make up score. for that first year. We didn't yeah, score he didn't any. score any touchdowns his rookie season, but like it seems like he scores a touchdown. Yeah, three top ten years after that, three top yeah. ten. Volume, baby, volume speaks. Volume Shit, fucking shouts eight, from the three top eight years after that. I mean, I, I, mean, I love him. I love him. I love him. Twenty six years old. I think he has one more big contract in him. And then he's going to go off into running back heaven, you know. I think Definitely. that's it. So tell us a little bit what you got going on, Dweez. Okay. Um, yeah, all right. So my my podcast, Your Football Fantasy, it's, ev- it's everywhere that you can find podcasts. I think it's the most fun you could have uh, with a pair of headphones on your ears. Like, uh, I I do tell people, though, when they ask about our show, like, if if you're not drinking while you're listening, then you're probably not going to enjoy it. It's like being the only sober person in a room of fucking drunk assholes. So like <laughs> sit down at night, like pull a shot glass and a bottle up and you, and you'll enjoy it a lot more. Go find it, go try it out. You I think, you, got, I think you, you guys at least talk about listening, whether you do or not. I don't know, but like, I listen to that, yeah, I listened to the um, last episode. I, I write articles, lots of places right now. Uh, the FSGN.com, superflexfantasy.com, which I think that guy died. Like, I don't, I haven't heard from the guy that runs oh, it. Man. 
a while. But I just joined a group, uh, a, a team of guys at uh, TCK Pod. It's the Candlestick Kids. TCKPod.com. Um, great, great group of young guys. Like some really good fucking writers there. Uh, you you need to go check out the website. Check out some of the articles. I started posting some stuff there. They got a YouTube channel, podcast there. Um, they they do they do some good stuff. Like they've blown me away. There's there's like a 16 year old kid writes there, and the shit that he writes just fucking wow. knocks my socks. In. Like check it out. It's 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 fantastic. Um, otherwise, get Definitely. catch up with me on catch up me on Twitter, dude. Like at Dewey's nuts, all Z's no S's. Like I like to have a good time. Fuck. Yes, sir. Great to have you on, man. I think this is definitely one of our Best hey, this episodes. Is probably, this is probably Easily. one of my favorite episodes of all time. Fuck yeah! Just wait till the second time I'm on the show. Jesus Christ! <laughs> We're gonna make it on a weekend, so y'all can really get fucked up with me. <laughs> and, uh, it, we'll have a we'll have a fucking time. Jesus get it, man. Hey, you gotta send me that what you said uh, at the beginning. You what you say? You gotta be drunk to, if you so you don't be the only sober person in the room. Put yeah, that if in, you if you even listen to our show, I can put it in the bio. You want me to write it down, like? Yeah, I'm just finish this bottle of whiskey, then I'll try to write it. I don't know if you'll be able to read it anymore, but one more shot. One more shot. One more shot.